Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Kester. This is Sports Daily on Wichita's number one sports radio, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. All right, welcome in, everybody, to Sports Daily. Glad to be here with you. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Kester. It is a Friday. We're happy to have you here. Max Power filling in for Jad Chambers for the next few days. We'll have Wyatt Thompson voice of the K-State Wildcats, jumping on with us in just a little bit. Lots to talk to uh, with Wyatt Thompson about. The, of course, Colin Klein news. Curious to see uh, Wyatt's take on this Naquan Tomlin situation uh, for what he is allowed to talk about. And we'll be, you know, we'll be appropriately careful with that with him. Uh, but we'll, we'll get into the, some of that. We've got uh, Paul Savage coming in top of the next hour. We're going to pick some football games. Only one college game to pick, and then it's heavy on the NFL. So we'll do that. Uh, as well throughout the show today, we will take your calls on the IHOP hotline at 869-1240. Uh, we will give some something away, I believe. We'll, we'll check with Max on that. Uh, but we've got some tickets to give away. We'll get into all of it. Tommy, how are you this morning? Man, I'm good. I was thinking about it uh, before we came on the show. And I know that you like to say how weird the NFL season has been this year. Did you know that we had... Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts against each other a couple of weeks ago, and they didn't throw for as many touchdowns as Bailey Zappi and Mitchell Trubisky did last night on Thursday Night Football. I mean, it's a weird NFL season just because of that fact alone. It's Look, nothing, nothing is a given this year in the NFL. And it's not just in games like last night where you have, you know, one team that's been really bad this year and one team without its quarterback that, like, it's, in every game where it's just like, what what are we going to get here? And there have been so few consistently good teams league-wide this year. You know, I, I'm not sure. You know, Philadelphia is probably it, honestly. Maybe Dallas. But even there, you can, you know, Dallas sort of like Miami. They don't have any wins over really good teams yet. Uh, you look at San Francisco, who just randomly lost three games in a row. We've talked about the Chiefs ad nauseum, which we'll do more of today. But, like, there's not – there's just been no dominating, consistent, you know, basically what the Chiefs and Bills and, to some degree, Bengals have been in years past. The Eagles – like, we just haven't seen that. The Eagles have been the closest thing. 
And they're facing a stretch of games here where that may turn sideways on them too. But I, yeah, I, like I, I, you could almost see it coming. I mean, as much as we joked yesterday, oh my God, this is going to be the worst game ever. And then like within five game minutes, there's three touchdowns. It felt like, and you're like, well, okay, of course, of course there are. Yeah. That's the way that, uh, you know, it's been set up. Um, you know, you think it's going to go under, you think that nobody's going to score. You think that it's going to be just a terrible game to watch. And then all of a sudden you've got a bunch of touchdowns in the first half. It kind of settled down in the second half. Uh, the Steelers looked like they were, you know, they had opportunities to win the game. They had opportunities to at the very minimum tie the game at the end. Uh, and watching Mitchell Trubisky in the second half, man, I just kept thinking how in the world was this guy a pro bowler at one point in his career? I mean, some of those passes were were so Very bad. Well. I mean, and the Patriots aren't. Trubisky was a Pro Bowler at one point in his career. Like, how how did that happen? How in the world did that happen? Where you had Trubisky making the Pro Bowl because some of those passes were just absolutely terrible against a, a Patriots team that we all know how bad they've been this year. So, I mean, it was it was entertaining. It was entertaining in the way that you know the times when you are driving down the road and you happen to pass a car accident. And you can't help but look at what's going on as you drive by. Like, that's kind of the way that the Patriots and the Steelers were last night. But it was, you know, it was a, it was an entertaining game. I mean, at least it gave us that, right? And I was in and out of it. I wasn't, like, locked in or anything. But it was, intri- like, it wasn't an awful game to watch. Like, you remember Vikings-Bears, whenever that was recently? Yeah. That was awful to watch. That, like, that hurt your eyes the last night did not do that last night was fine it was a fine game to watch no not not many issues but um we'll see i'm sure patriot fans are ready to pull their hair out like really now you're gonna win a game and and blow the chance to you know to fix quarterback whatever um but yeah that you know we won't and and max max you're patriots guy right i think max i think max is a patriots guy is uh yeah so, uh, you know, like it's just it's it's a tough spot. It's a tough spot uh, if you're a Patriots fan because you want them to lose. You want to you want to take your swing at whichever quarterback. But, you know, Bill Belichick's not going to let that happen. You, you know better than that. All right, Tommy, let's. Uh, so yesterday evening and we'll, we'll get this out there and chat about it a bit before we bring in Wyatt Thompson in our next segment. Yesterday evening, we get the message from Jerome Tang, the one that we talked about yesterday, the one that, you know, with all the things that are happening and everything else, like for me, it's just I, I need to hear from the coach. Earlier in the day yesterday, we get a video from a reporter in Topeka, I believe, uh, and I and I can't recall her name, so my apologies, but you can find it there on uh, on Twitter. But so he and I think it was Dowling. Coach Dowling show up as as students are. It looked like they were getting ready to do another protest for Naquan Tomlin. And those two guys, you know, Coach Tang, Coach Dowling, they show up and they just tell him, you know what, spread the love instead. We love you guys for being here. Thank you for being here. Thank you for you know supporting Naquan. But let's let's you just spread the love. You're like, okay, number one, that's leadership, right? Like, go and meet with those students who have concern, right? That's what. It's what leadership on a college campus should do. You have concerned students, you meet with them, you figure out what's going on, and you try and solve the problem. That's what any good leader should do, right? Crickets from other places on campus. 
Then last night we get the video and and cleverly done. Kudos to you know Jerome Tang and the social media staff who always knocks it out of the park at K State. They took his vintage purple couch that he likes to put on campus and just kind of chat with people. Put it in the gym, dark gym, good look, good ambiance. And the message from from Tang was essentially, we love Naquan Tomlin. We want the best for Naquan Tomlin. Basically, let's just keep loving and let's move on from this. So it was as clear, I think, Tommy, as it could be. We were never going to get a situation where Jerome Tang gets up there and rails administration for the way this is handled. That wasn't going to happen. But what we do get is something from a position of leadership, and it's basically Coach Tang trying to settle people down and diffuse a really hostile situation as much as he can publicly. One, because he still has a season to play. Two, to reassure fans that he really does appreciate them and his time in Manhattan. Uh, But definitely not a message of support on the decision, uh, because I don't think he does support the decision. Just, you know, based on everything we've seen and the way it plays out. But again, just another great example of how how good a natural leader Tang is and a stark contrast. And I don't think he intended to do this, but it stands out to me so, you know, blatantly that he's out there doing that and trying to, you know, make this situation better. And, and, and then the people that made the decision aren't going to do any of that. They're going to sit and hide. They're going to make a decision and hide. And that's just what happens over and over and over again. And it's also why Gene Taylor's never hid from any decision that he's made that I can remember. Yet we're getting like this is this goes to the top. And it's another example of just how out of touch these administrators can be with what's going on and 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 a lack of communication and leadership. It, it happens all the time. But good for for Coach Tang for doing his part. That video was a minute and 20 seconds long, and I want to give kudos to Jerome Tang in that video for talking for a, a minute and 20 seconds and really not saying a whole lot. Like, because like I'm, I'm a little bit different than you, and I, I don't blame Jerome Tang for this, um, but I didn't really feel like it was super clear. I mean, other than we want to support Naquan Tomlin and spread love. Like that was basically the message, right? And he kind of drug it out over the course of a minute and 20 seconds. There was a lot more that I think he wanted to say and a lot more he probably could have said uh, that you know would have shed a lot more clarity on the situation. But like you mentioned, that's never going to happen with the power structure and the way that things you know operate at Kansas State. So, I mean, he talked for a minute 20. Basically, I think he said spread the love about 45 times you know, in the video talked about how much he does appreciate the fan base and all of that. Um, I, I love the fact that he was front and center with the video. I'm not criticizing the video at all because I mean, your hands are kind of tied, right? If you're Jerome saying there's very little you can say. So actually legitimately kudos to him for stretching it out for as long as he did when really I'm sure there was a lot more on his mind that he would have liked to say that makes it really tough because you're operating and you're talking but it kind of feels like you're muzzled a little bit, you know, and this is something that's being shared by the official yeah. account with the university. But I, I mean, I, I told you last night after the video came out, I'm sure there's a lot more that Jerome Tang would love to say 
but he's not going to, and we're not going to hear it that way. And and he shouldn't. I mean, in the way that things are have played out at this point, it's not going to do any good. I, that's what I mean. I, I don't know that there is much more he wants to say in that setting because at issue is going— are, are In that going, setting. In that setting, right? Just in a setting publicly. Not, not just in like that specific setting, but publicly in any setting. I don't think he has any interest— in derailing the momentum and the buzz that's been created over the last uh, 17 months that he's been on campus there, that that's not what's important to focus on for everybody. He wants to make sure the focus is still on all the momentum created, the fan base, like all of these things. And, and, and it, you know, we know this now, I think, I think we've had enough time, the genuine desire to do good things and make a positive impact. And he just isn't going to drag this through the mud. Now, whether that, you know, what that means for him long-term, I don't know. And I don't know what that relation, you know, if you, if you, you know, Fitz yesterday reported and others have that, you know, the president there, Linton, would not meet with Tom Lenore Tang. That's a problem, okay? You've got your coach out here meeting with the concerned students trying to understand the situation, not making a decision and hiding behind. You should never have to make decisions at that level that involve a student that you can't wear on your sleeve. You, sure, you can't talk about everything, but you can listen to the concerned parties, right? That's good leadership. And as this plays out, what we're going to continue to see is Jerome Tang show great leadership and the administration hide. That's what we will see. Okay, so as that happens, right, then the pressure gets amped up without even being intentionally there on these administrators. And I can tell you, Tommy, if you went to the people that mattered to that university and the supporters of the university and the student body and the faculty and you asked all of them who is more important to Kansas State University right now, I don't know that the uh, academic uh, the uh, you know the the that that group is going to like the answer because it's Jerome Tang who has a more who has a bigger impact on that university right now and who is showing the great leadership right now Linton is going to be in trouble with this decision if he doesn't come out and publicly do something to assuade the concerns of the masses here it's going to be a big problem for him because when you continue to see this great leadership and the success on the court, let's never forget that that's important. It's just like the the people that matter there are going to do everything they can to support Tang in this and make sure this isn't something that compromises something awesome. I feel bad for Gene Taylor. You know, I don't know what he's allowed to do. And that's the problem, too. Like at some point, like if you can't just like thumb your nose in the face of your boss, that's not what you can do either. But man, what what a dumb situation. Yeah, and, and look, I was about to bring that up too. The the other elephant in the room, as far as I'm concerned, is Gene Taylor's role in all of this. And we know that he's the one that released that statement, but you know, Fitz mentioned it yesterday. That statement, from what he could tell, came from the president. Uh, and so, you know, that's a tough position to be in because you're kind of caught in the middle between the president and between the head coach and the player. And, you know, that that uh, statement seemed pretty contrived. Fitz said that it seemed like uh, Taylor was 
sort of forced to, you know, release it under threat of disciplinary action or whatever that was. I have no idea what that means, but that's the way that it looks. At what point, and, and will we ever hear from Gene Taylor again on the matter? Or is it, do, do you put him more in the camp of Jerome Tang? Or do you have to put him more in the camp of Richard Linton when you're assessing the blame on this, when you're assessing the way that it all kind of came out? Is Gene Taylor in the administration camp on this? Or is he more on the side of Jerome Tang? And that's what we don't know. Oh, I think... Hmm. I, I would imagine we don't that know. G- well, we don't we're not know. going to. We're not going to publicly, right? Yeah. We, we, the people that matter will know. Like Jerome Tang will know, right? He knows yeah. that answer. He knows right. whether he's got the support of Taylor or not. My guess is he does. Uh, but th- we're never going to get that publicly because you can't. And and it's not you can't because it's you can't because you've already got a a a, a boss that's clearly uh, easily offended. I guess. And and I don't know why. Like what? What the still the strangest part of this to me is why like that decision then right? Why the decision to dismiss him then? And that's the part like you said we can finally now tell you in the statement that he can no longer be with the program. Why is that? Right? Like what? What changed between right. Tuesday night and Wednesday night? Basically, the only thing that game. we can see A that basketball changed, game against Villanova. That's what no, happened. I know. I'm saying after that game, the only right. thing that we can see that changed is that Naquan Tomlin was on the bench. He was with the fans after the game, and he said hello to the you know to the upset students the next day. That's all we can see. So uh, again, like it doesn't make sense. It's too easy to connect the dots. And I run into this, and, we, and we re- we've run into this with Wichita State in prior administrations and everything else. If you're going to make that impactful a decision and not be front-facing with it, all you leave is speculation. And mm-hmm. I have no sympathy for that. You're doing nothing but letting people speculate and come up with scenarios. I don't care if you say they're not true. Then tell us what is. And, and it's BS, by the way, to say, oh, we can't talk about it. Yes, you can. You can talk about it. You can absolutely talk about it. You can say that he was in a, you know, in a situation where he was arrested. That's the situation. You can absolutely talk about that. It's public record. So don't give me that BS. And 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 we'll see what happens. Otherwise, you're going to leave it open to speculation. And so there are a lot of communication departments on these college campuses that would tell you the best strategy is to not say anything at all and leave it open to speculation, which I fundamentally do not believe with. Uh, believe in, but that's the way it works, it, it, and it's happened too often. It just uh, let me let you know right now that's the way it works. They feel like the answer in communication is to not communicate at all, and it happens all the time. K-State historically hasn't been that way, but they're being that way right now, so who knows? Uh, let's let's get the IHOP hotline going here with Wyatt Thompson, the voice of the Wildcats. I don't know, just full disclosure, I don't know how much of this he's going to be able to talk about. My guess is very little, Okay, but he'll be able to talk about Colin Klein, He'll be able to talk about Avery Johnson and the bowl game and those things. By the way, we'll get into this. Avery Johnson more or less assuring everybody that, look, he's there to stay for next year. He changed his number, did all that stuff. We'll get into that, too. So we'll get to Wyatt Thompson when we return. Voice of the Cats, 869-1240 on the IHOP hotline. It'll be tied up now, but it'll be open the rest of the way. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on Sports Daily.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. The commercials are over. Dude, I haven't got all day. 869-1240. Time to get busy. This is Sports Daily on KFH. All right, welcome back in, everybody. Sports Daily on KFH here. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Caster, Max Power producing for Jad this week. Uh, we'll give away some Wonka movie tickets coming up in just a little bit. Right now, we're joined by the voice of the K-State Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson. And we are happy to be joined by Wyatt Thompson in what has been a very uh, interesting week up in Manhattan. Wyatt, how are you? I'm doing well. How about you? Good. Okay, so... We are going to get into Colin Klein and Avery Johnson's video yesterday, which which I'm certain you will be able to talk about. There's been the other situation with the basketball program, and, and we just want to be full disclosure with your role there at the university. How much are you just able to bring in a perspective or talk about this Naquan Tomlin situation? <laughs> well, I can certainly talk about everything that I'm, um, I've been enlightened on, but there are a couple of things that I probably – I'm not qualified to, to speak on. Um, this this has been, as you said, a really very unique and emotional week at K-State. I think that goes without saying. Uh, what, what I can probably say about the Naquan Tomlin situation is, is that, you know, and I'm, sh- I'm sure you've heard other uh, people say this, that this there's more to this story probably than will ever really be out there. Um, and, and I, it, it's really a, for me personally, it's really kind of a hard one to deal with just because, uh, you know, I, I really um, struggling to say this, I guess. I, I really, really like Naquan, and I think he's a, really a pretty good kid. Uh, but, but um, you know, the I guess at the end of the day, uh, whatever the issues were, uh, at least in terms of what I know, 
uh, led to this. I, I apologize for struggling to, to put that into words, but I'm, I'm still trying to kind of get a grip no. on it myself if I'm being totally honest about it. There's no apology needed. Like We understand that this is complicated, and we understand that oh, yeah. there are a lot of elements in play here. That that's that's oh, we would never we would never intend to put you in a position that's not like something that is is sure. okay. That's that's not why. Yeah. But it, it it's it's what makes this difficult for for I think the public is it's too easy to connect dots, whether they're true or untrue, and not enough has mm-hmm. been done to prevent people from connecting those dots. To our eyes, what we've seen is a situation uh, that took Naquan Tomlin off the court, some hopeful remedies to that situation, what appeared to be progress being made as he was with the team and everything seemed to be going great and it was a great win and he was having fun with the fans. And then things changed on a day the next day. And again, this is just what it, you know, the perception here. That right, some right. students were upset, he showed the students that, and then all of a sudden he's not on the team anymore in a and in a sequence of events that's uncommon at the university there of how even just that day played out. Well, that's just going to leave the rest of us open to say, well, it looks like somebody got their feelings hurt and now he's not on the team. I mean, I don't know what else we're supposed to draw from that because we just sure. haven't been given any information. Well, th- that is pretty eloquently said, I think, and I think it's it's pretty accurate. Uh, um, there's uh, lots of um, you know people involved here, uh, all the way up to the university president, K State's athletic director, basketball coach, uh, one of our best players, um, lo- lots and lots of things. And um, what you say, I think, uh, certainly holds some water. I'm not saying you know it's 100 percent accurate. But but I, I do think that there is, you know, a perception out there that, you know, it, it's hard to connect the dots. I, I think that's more than fair, more than fair. Wyatt, I know one thing that you probably can talk about is the character of Jerome Tang. And Coach Tang came out last night with a video, um, and, and really the resounding message has been uh, to continue to spread love, you know, in the middle of yeah. this entire situation. Um, I, I don't know, and, and I, I'm guessing you probably haven't at this point had a chance to talk with Coach Tang about this particular situation. But regardless of that, what do you know about the man and about and what you think he's going through right now? Well, this has been hard for everybody here. Uh, I don't think there's any question. But but um, when I, I I guess I'll say this: the reaction. Uh, to the video that was put out on social media was exactly what I thought it would be, had hoped it would be, uh, and and I think it was a resounding message. Do you think all of that is is accurate and and yeah. fair? Um, yeah. He he really truly is um, an amazing individual on so many different levels. I uh, <laughs> I've done a lot of interviews this week, and and I've said a lot of things about Coach Tang, and I've said a lot of things about Colin Klein. And a lot of the things that you say are, you know, somewhat similar in what they are as as people, uh, as coaches, as leaders, as, uh, you know, members of this community and this university community and all of that. And I I don't know that you could get any better if I'm being totally honest about that. Um, I think we all see what Coach Tang has done on the floor. Um, 
I think we knew going in that we were getting a really good man uh, and a guy who could really recruit. Not sure everybody knew that much about the coaching, but even up and above and beyond that, and it's all great, is, you know, how he has kind of just turned this fan base, you know, in, into something it hadn't been. And I'm not being critical that way. I'm being complimentary. He, he, he's an amazing individual in, <laughs> in his messaging and, and how he believes and all of that. that. That's just the way I see it. I, and, and, and what's really too bad about the entire situation is now, as a fan base is re-energized, maybe to a whole new level, as you said, nervous last right. year that somebody was going to pry him away and then you get all the things that happen with, you know, you know, commitments financially and all these things. You're like, okay, this is going to be good. This is long-term. And now you have this situation. You got a nervous fan base all over again. That's, that's almost, that sucks as much as anything uh, as people now wonder about what this does to his long-term future there. Well, I guess I would say this, and and I'm, I'm probably going to defend uh, president Linton and, and Gene Taylor uh, here a little bit. I, I think, I am comfortable in telling you that I think Coach Tang has a good relationship with both of those gentlemen. Uh, he said in that messaging yesterday that he loves K-State, loves being here, loves the students, uh, fans, donors, whatever. Uh, and, and, and I believe all of that to be so. I think he feels like he can win big here, and this is a place with a lot of passion. And uh, I say that part to say that I've seen, I think we've seen that passion this week, and that's what makes K-State uh, uniquely, incredibly great, in my opinion, because he, these people do care. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I, I'm talking about K-Staters everywhere. They, they care about this place and, and uh, their athletic teams, and um, they're, they're not afraid to speak their mind, and I, I, I appreciate and respect that. Let's talk a little bit about Colin Klein, Wyatt. Um, you know, of course, yeah. going to Texas A&M, um, you know, it's a, it's a big-time jump for him to an SEC program when the news came out. And of course we've known, you know, for a while, the uh, appeal that Colin Klein has to other programs, Notre Dame last season and, and now A&M, what was your initial reaction when that news came down? Well, mixed. if I'm being perfectly blunt about it, uh, I've known Colin Klein a long time. And, and much like I said a moment ago, he's one of the finest people I know. Um, there's just so much to him as a, as a, as a, as a person, um, you know, with, with what he did here as a player and then as an assistant and then as a coordinator and just his love for this place in K-State. I think this is basically a scenario where Colin feels to get to where he eventually wants to be, which is a, uh, a head coach. This is, this is a move that he probably has to make, and it's not easy leaving a place he loves. Um, but, but, uh, you know, that, as you said, perfectly, this isn't the first, you know, inquiry about his availability and this one he finally, uh, took. And I, I believe some of it is monetary, but not all of it. Uh, he's going to make a heck of a lot of money at Texas A&M, but it's more about the process from my perspective. I've, I think I can speak, you know, pretty frankly about Colin because he's been a friend for a long, long time. And, uh, I just, that's the way I see it. Um, it, With all of that said, I love the guy, but I'm going to miss the heck out of him. (laughs) And I'm in that corner of uh, maybe someday he'll be back. We'll see. 
Well, that's I think you're I, I love that. Why? Because I've said that from the beginning. Yeah, there's a raise, but you have to think about it from Colin Klein's perspective for a second. Correct. And realize and just watch what happens in the SEC. If he goes there and is successful for a couple of years, he will very likely be a head coach in the SEC at a young age. That's just the way that league works. That's everybody's favorite thing, right? They hire from within. They sort of rotate around assistants. It happens all the time. And so if he right. can go put himself in that position, he, he's taking a he's taking a potential career leap here that's just unbelievable to imagine. And then we can wonder, you know, would he leave a middling SEC job to come back to Kansas State? Like, that's down the road. But in the short term, just from mm-hmm. a career standpoint, this is a tremendous opportunity for him. Without a doubt. And I think everybody really, if they're being honest with themselves, probably understands that. And uh, I, I've, uh, again, lots of emotions this week about that because of, you know, just let, let's say it as bluntly as humanly possible, right? It's hard to, to see him go uh, because he is such a, a good, great case stater actually. And and I, I love everything about the guy. And that, so, but but yet in the same breath, you have to understand and respect exactly what you just said. This is what Colin Klein feels like he needs to do for he and Shaylin and those four little kids and his family. And I I, <laughs> I understand it. It hurts. It hurts. But I understand it and appreciate it. I think the one thing, Wyatt, that everybody can agree upon with Texas A&M over the years is that they've, they've had no issue in getting players to play for the program. It's a matter of developing those players when they're in the program and winning games on the field. And that's one thing that I know that Mike Elko is big at is development. And then also, obviously, Colin Klein, as far as developing offensive players, specifically quarterbacks. What do you think from you knowing him and, and knowing what he's done in his time at Kansas State? What is he bringing to the Aggies as far as the uh, ability to develop players? I think probably the biggest thing that sticks out for me with Colin is his ability to lead and his personal relationship with each and every player in that quarterback room and a lot of players on the team. I think if you had a chance to visit with some of the players here about who Colin is and what he's all about, I think they would probably give you kind of the same type of message. I, I say this all the time about Coach Kleiman, uh, but it's also true about Colin Klein. What you see in him is the same virtually every day. I'm not saying they don't have a bad day here and there, but but it, in terms of how they handle themselves and, and all of that, um, you we all strive for consistency in life, right? And those two guys are, you know, pretty darn good at, at, at what they do on a daily basis, and there's very little deviation. And I, I have a pretty big appreciation for that because I've, I've seen him, you know, work with, with guys like Skyler and, and Avery and Will and, and have great success. And it goes back even a little bit farther than that, of course. But um, I think that part really is important. You have to have a relationship. And, and the fact that he played the game and played at a high level and was a Heisman finalist and all those kind of things is, is part of it, too. His football knowledge, certainly. But for me, just that one-on-one relationship that he, you know, I think another really good example probably is Jake Rubley and Adrian Laura. I don't think they wanted to leave here. I, I mean that sincerely. But to have an opportunity to play probably felt like they had to. And, and I, I understand that one too. 
why it's a you know it's a shame that we're not going to have a ton of time to talk about you know k-state lsu tomorrow it's been a strange week and and we'll get (laughs) into all that as we move forward we'll get into previewing the bowl game as we move forward in future weeks i do want to finish up here though with the video the other thing fans have been really worried about is colin klein leaves avery johnson yesterday more or less, you know, reassuring people that he's good to go at least for the next year, which is, I think, in college football, all you can really look at now. New number, back right. to his old days, but but a very uh, comforting thing to see that yesterday of like, hey, guys, I'm here. Let's let's do this thing. <laughs> you, you couldn't have said that any better for me. Um, I think I think all of us after the shock of, of you know, hearing about Colin, you know, everybody. I think was down about, uh Oh, what does that mean for, for Avery? Well, hopefully, um, and it turned out to be more than hope, uh, that he, he's committed. Uh, I, I love the video. I thought it was really, really well done. Um, and you know, this is kind of, uh, we've talked about this all year, but it's, it's his time now. Right. And I, I think he's ready for it. That didn't mean he won't, you know, have some ups and downs. I think the ups will far outweigh the downs, but, here we go, and I'm excited for the young guy. He, he's, uh, I like everything about him that I've seen so far. That's that's obvious. He's gonna be he's gonna be a star. Uh, we're excited about it. We're excited to see him in the bowl game. Uh, we're excited to hear about all the things you have coming up for the bowl game, and we'll get into that. We've got a little time to dig into that in the future weeks. Uh, a little unorthodox visit this week, Wyatt, with all the different <laughs> things happening up there. But we certainly appreciate yeah. your perspective on all of it. Well, you're very kind. I appreciate that. I also appreciate the opportunity to talk to you guys each and every week. Uh, it, it has been an odd week, but, uh, you know, it, it, hey, this place is great. It's been here a long time. We'll survive and move forward, right? That's just kind of how it works. It, yeah, that's right. And, you, oh, by the way, uh, you guys will have LSU tomorrow right here with us yeah. on KFH. Anything special going there? I know it's that's a big win against Nova, but this is another big one. Yeah, it is, and and I don't know that they've necessarily played exceptional basketball yet, but they do have talent. I think we saw that last year in the Grand Caymans. K State uh, won a ball game, sixty-one fifty-nine, where they wiped off a basket that was late, as, as you might remember, at the end of uh, play there, um, and K State ended up winning that tournament. So it, it will be a battle, and I do think this is a team that is improving uh, without a doubt. I, I thought they had one of their best stretches of the season the other night in, in uh, the Villanova game, several stretches, but the one where you're down 19 to 13 and go on a 20 to six run against a team like that was pretty good hoop. So I'm, I'm anxious to see how they can do getting back out on the road. All right. Wyatt, we'll look for the call. 1130 pregame coverage begins right here on KFH tomorrow. Uh, enjoy it. And uh, let's talk again next week. You got it. Looking forward to it. Thanks so much. There goes Wyatt Thompson, voice of the Wildcats. You can go back and listen to any of that on kfhradio.com. I'd invite you to do it if you joined us late. Great perspective, different and unique perspective, certainly uh, on the Naquan Tomlin situation, then, of course, on the Colin Klein situation. uh, Well, situation on Colin Klein's departure there from K-State. You can do that. Uh, We are making our way through this Friday. We're going to have some football picks. We'll dig into Chiefs-Bills. Uh, coming up in the next hour, maybe a little, I don't know, Cowboys-Eagles talk, maybe. Uh, as we put a button on the last crazy, crazy 48 hours in Manhattan there, uh, Mike, who's watching us on our video stream, which you can always do on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch, um, 
Mike's, I think, siding with administration, and he had some comments yesterday we didn't have a chance to get to. Um, basically, Mike's saying there must be more to the fight and the story than was told. Of course there is, Mike. Like, that's not that's not an issue here. There, there better be more to it than that, right? The problem is, the perception is that there's not. The perception is that the president got his feelings hurt when students publicly backed Naquan Tomlin. There's been nothing to dissuade that perception. Therefore, we're this is what we're going to do. We, we can only react to what we see and what we hear and what we're told. And right now, we're seeing and hearing that nothing changed except for Naquan Tomlin was being supported by the students. And what we're being told is we can't be told anything. So that's not my problem. If you don't want people to draw those conclusions, you need to figure out a way to be more honest with people. And and the other problem is, and Tommy and I have talked about this privately off the air, I have, for me personally, seen this situation too many times where administrators do get their feelings hurt and make rash decisions. It happens all the time. It happens all the time. So if this isn't that case, then you better get out there, especially with this fan base who's been through it with Frank Martin, especially with this fan base who's been through it with John Curry, you better get out there and make sure that's not how they're feeling right now. Or if you're the president there, your job's in trouble. And I, you know, like, I, look, doesn't hurt my feelings. I don't, I've never met, don't know, have no, like, I have no idea. But, you know, I, we, we can say that because it just, well, who cares, right? Like that, if you don't want those perceptions to be drawn, do something about it. Well, and that's, you mentioned Frank Martin. That, I've been thinking about that for the last 48 hours. Like, and it was a different situation, but there are parallels that can be drawn between what happened with Frank Martin and what's currently happening right now. Frank Martin had a really good thing going at Kansas State. They had a lot of success. He was a very, very well-respected coach among the fan base at Kansas State University. There were conflicts between Frank Martin and the administration, I think namely the athletic director at that point, and ultimately Frank Martin goes elsewhere. He goes to South Carolina, which is kind of a step down, not even kind of, it was a step down at the time, at the time for him, leaving Kansas State, going to South Carolina, but he did it because he didn't have the support of the administration. He was constantly being undermined. That sort of thing cannot happen with Jerome Tang. He has done far too much for the program in such a short period of time that he cannot feel like he doesn't have the support of that administration because otherwise the university could be dealing with another Frank Martin situation. 100%. You can't, you can't let that happen. And, and I think the power players are going to try to do everything they can to make sure that doesn't happen. So we'll see how that plays out. All right, when we come back, Paul Savage joins us. We will make some football picks. Interesting week. One college game and a bunch of NFL. That's the way it's going to be as we come down the home stretch here with our picks. We'll get into some bowl games as we make our way through, but there just aren't any yet. But we got Army Navy. We'll do that next. We'll take your calls on the IHOP hotline 869-1240. We'll preview that Chiefs game against the Bills. It's all coming in hour number two, Sports Daily. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.